Welcome back to Absolute Comics! My name is Benny, that is Sal, and every week we get together talking about the comic books that we've read and the greatest news and the worst news going on in the world of comic books. Today's episode is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Gamer Subs, a brand of energy drink that is less chalky and kind of more fun. They have a lot of fun with their branding, they have a lot of fun with their posting overall, and they've got cups with waifu girls on them. Well, if you go there, use the code COMICS at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order. Uh, I don't have one to show here, which is terrible because I literally have it in the other room, but next episode we'll have stuff to show. Trust me, you're going to see a lot of gamer subs over here, and you're going to see a lot of waifu cups over here. And even Sal is on board, because I'm going to send it all to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so today we're going to be talking about a few topics. Um, I'll do one thing that I do once in a while, and then I forget I did it. Um, the Eternals are returning, Star Girl's been canceled. X-Men series celebration. Last of Us TV has a release date and Wonder Man and Henry Cavill. We already kind of have discussed the Henry Cavill thing, so we'll briefly touch on that. Um, But I wanted to start with issue 128 of Batman Mm -hmm. going into 129. But now we had a whole discussion in front of why I wanted to talk to you about that. I'm trying to remember why I wanted to talk to you about that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's just the... So... Where do you think Batman is going? We haven't read 129 yet. Where do you think it's going with this then? Uh, I think it's still one big fight right now. It's, uh, you know, Zdarsky introduced Failsafe, uh, rel- a relic of Tower of Babel. Which I still think, I, I, I can't believe 20 years no one thought of this. I know, I know. I love the idea. Well, because it was, because what Wade meant in Tower of Babel is that Superman is the failsafe, but... In reality, Batman built a, sa- a failsafe robot. Well, would that make sense though? That Batman would build a failsafe? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean no, like the, the the best the best kind of retcons actually make sense and and at least work inconsistently with the character. Right. And in the case of this, um, failsafe looks dope thanks to Jorge Jimenez's art and uh, is is cold, calculating, scary, and uh, it's basically just Batman versus Terminator, you know, and it's yeah. awesome. Um, but a Terminator that like knows Batman, like a Batman Terminator. That's and, the uh, that's the coolest part about it because it's just Batman with no emotional attachment, mm-hmm. no care. It knows everything Batman knows. Also knows how to defeat the entire Justice League. That yeah. that's what I wanted to bring up to you because the big fight with them in the street. Yeah. I loved that the fact that Chip Zdarsky used a magnet on a hawker girl, and then <laughs> before the audience could question it, has Martian Manhunter be like, "That's nth metal. It shouldn't work." And, yep. and, and then the characters are like, well, we don't have time to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I need to dispatch that character immediately. We're going to address it. Whoever might complain and move on because I want this character to kick their butt. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I love because I think that's what I liked about Scott Snyder's run where yeah. he, he paid attention to continuity, but at the same time would throw it out in the same minute. You know, right? Like we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna reference it, and it's gone. It's it's out. Like here we go. Hawk girls yeah. should not have been hit by Magnus, but you know what? We're not gonna do. Question it all against the right. wall. She's out of the picture. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, I just I love that idea of what Chip Zdarsky is doing with it. Now, my idea, and I thought they were going to do this, is mm-hmm. that they were going to turn uh, Gotham into like almost Devil's Reign. Right, like Gotham is now like failsafe country, and it's right. Like, we're gonna have like a thirty issue arc of Batman trying to get it back. But I skimmed through one twenty nine, and it looks like they're fighting already. So I don't think we're doing. Yeah, no, they're just they just keep fighting. It's just <laughs> more like looking looking ahead at one twenty nine, which just came out on the episode that we're recording on the day we we're recording this. Uh, it's just more. It's just, and, and that's where it crystallized for me. I'm like, oh, it's Terminator. 
where it's like it's a it's a emotionless robot that can't be bargained with, reasoned with, and will not stop. The only right. thing is, it's like a moral Terminator because the only reason Failsafe went online is because the idea is that if Batman ever crosses the line and kills anyone, this robot will be activated that stops him. So that's my only plot hole that I have an issue with. Obviously, this is not what Penguin's plan was. <laughs> no, well, Penguin, is, for all these purposes, isn't Penguin supposed to be dead? He so, dies. He dies, but he times it so that Batman is blamed. Yes, exactly. So, so like, are we eventually going to still visit that, like them accusing Batman of murder? Because there's well, no way Penguin knew that there was, oh, by the way, I found notes that Batman has a failsafe. <laughs> no, no, this is not part of ben- This could only have been, like, a, a happy accident for Penguin, where it's like, I did not see this coming, but I am <laughs> yeah. very happy it took place. Uh, the other thing is, it only, it took me a little bit of reading for me to finally realize, like, oh, because Batman's fighting this thing, and it's yeah. been a couple of, it's been a while. Like, Batman's recovering uh, with in, in Atlantis for a while. For me, I'm like, oh, he needs to prove that Penguin's not really dead. Like, that's yeah. the only thing that's going to stop him is being like, I never actually killed anybody, see? But it looks like he's not doing that. Cause like, no, he's getting- not. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't thought of that yet. He's in, he's in like, action mode. Right, he, he just like wants to minute. constantly fight this thing. Exactly, and I'm like, why are you fighting it so much? You need to prove that Penguin's not dead. Or, like, you know, and actually in this issue, I just I had a chance to read it a little bit, and it says, like, that some of the ideas that like, it's trying to anticipate batman and so it plugs oracle barbara gordon into the computer and like takes over her mind and uses her to strategize and it's like what are some of his ideas and it's like he could go back in time but it's a little messy and i'm like oh i love that idea because like that's one of those things where it's like i guess i'll just use a time machine go back in time and stop right uh, you know penguin from getting killed and then that'll stop the robot and then i'll turn it the hell off uh, <laughs> but no I, I i don't know how he's gonna get out of this but It'll be great to find out because you know I don't th- I don't believe I don't think anybody believes that Penguin's really dead. So to hell my with my about. argument with this, this is what I'm hoping for. Okay, and yeah. I've got a video coming out about this, so I'll lightly touch on this with you. But I'm hoping yeah. this actually has ramifications for Chip Zdarsky's run. Yep. Like I was having this talk with Rob the other day. You know, Rob from yeah. Comics Explained. Name drop. Anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm turning it into a video, and the video title is going to be "Why You Don't Like Comics Anymore." Okay. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the woke argument. Part of the problem I feel like comics have right now, and I feel like this is the issue potentially with the Ship Zdarsky run, is the, effect, the events don't have lasting effects. Now, you've, we both have heard that argument a thousand times, Sal. Yeah. Oh, this one doesn't have an Like, I was do, I'm doing acts. People are like, oh, it doesn't matter. Everyone comes back. And it's like, uh, yeah, but it here's, was great. It was a good read. <laughs> right. But, and that's the thing. You need to enjoy these events and these moments for when they're happening because no event has ever had lasting events. I asked Rob, like, what is your favorite events? And he's like, okay, I can give you three of them. He goes, Civil War, Secret Wars, Secret Empire. And I'm like, none of those have had lasting effects on the timeline of Marvel. Yeah. Outside of, like, six months post the event. Like, everything's been fixed. Cap and Tony are working together again in Civil War a couple months later. Avengers had to come together. Secret Wars, that one, they, they just fixed it with a Band-Aid. Secret Empire, yep. Hydra Cap doesn't even exist. And when he showed back up for a minute, Deadpool killed him. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. And I, I honestly believe that people like to c- claim their favorite events because they got really into them because of the, it's, it's either they, are, they accept comics or this was one of their first major events. Like people who love yep. Civil War, it was their first major event. So in your head, you're like, this is going to have lasting ramifications. Yes. But as a comic book reader, those ramifications will last about six months. Right. I mean, it, 
you know, I've I we were spoiled a little bit because um there were there were conditions that aren't typically set that um are in recent memory for a certain amount of events. Like if you look at Civil War, Civil War had lasting ramifications that lasted a long time. And thanks to Bendis, dominoes were set up by one person who basically just like ushered five years or more of Marvel, you know, like he wrote the flagship books. He yeah. wrote the flagship events. Civil War is the only one he didn't have anything, had any, any control over, but like he wrote house of M and disrupted the mutants. He wrote secret invasion and set up and displaced the status quo. He set up dark reign. He set up siege. He said, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because one person was in charge of all of it. They were able to dictate the line and allow for change to stay and uh, for for that change to be, uh, you know, the status quo. And we're not really getting that now because I think comics are different. Like, the, at least mainstream big two comics are different. It's a different time. Uh, they're, they, they're the way, the strategy through which they sell comics has changed as well. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, uh, you, I don't know if you can actually do that again. And certainly if you did, you'd need somebody who is as, like, big a name and big a talent as Bendis to take over and do that. But again, you know, one of the big problems in the comic book industry is in any in any entertainment industry, music, movies, comics, is ego. You know, like Bendis was able to get away with it because Casada was like, "Yeah, knock yourself out, do that thing." You know, like yep. we'll have Miller do this Civil War thing, but Bendis got Bendis got interrupted by Miller. You know, and it was like I can imagine him getting being like, "What are you doing?" But ego is a big player in this, and if you got like a, a you know a hungry awesome writer who everyone is saying is like the idea man and awesome and has no, and, and can do no wrong. And you're like the editor of that book or the editor in chief. You're kind of just thinking like, well, what about me? Yeah. You know, so you know, you you might not give them the allowance that they want. Why? You might not, you, you'll never see a time when like one person will be right. Like 17 events all in a row and the flagship books. It's just, I think the last time was honestly that. back in the era of secret wars. Well, Secret Wars was just, a, you'll never see Secret Wars again because not only did Hickman write a select amount of the tie-ins, which, by the way, is paralleled in Axe because Axe is a great event written by Gillen and all the significant tie-ins are written by Gillen himself. Yeah. And it's really rare to see that. But uh, Secret Wars, they canceled all the books yeah. and replaced all the books with tie-in books that allowed for the talent who worked for the company to still be employed try something new, not upset the status quo, and, you know, put out something different. Like, we got A-Force out of that. You yeah. know, we got a, a, a proliferation of Abigail Brand as a result of that. Like, we got a lot of different really cool ideas out of that. We got one of the few Josh Williamson Marvel comics out of that. He wrote the Red Skull book. I did not uh, know that. I did not yeah. know that at all. Which is, but, by the but, way, just but Suicide the point Squad I'm making the is universe. We're, we're at a date where everyone, everyone always argues that there's no lasting effects in comics. But what the, sure. my argument is there never has been truly lasting effects. Like, if you go to manga yeah. and on an ongoing manga that's been around for 20 years, it's yeah. by one guy, and that one guy has done everything and kept it how he wanted it to be. That's part of the problem in American comic books, because what happens is somebody else takes over at Batman, somebody yep. else wants to put their stamp on Batman and tell their story on Batman, and mm -hmm. they don't care about the over overall events and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, and that's why I'm kind of excited for what Chip Zdarsky is doing, because Axe is great, but mm -hmm. Axe is not going to have any major lasting effects outside of the Eternals. They made right. sure of that. At the end of Axe, it's like, everything is back to normal. Uh, we yes. can't resurrect as much, and the Eternals are boned. And it's yes. like, okay, cool. So Avengers just went back to the mountain. Like, well, yeah. And, yeah, and that, that really <laughs> killed me, the, that they, like, because I thought they used the 
like eternal base in the celestial body to create the god. So I was really upset that they had to move back into the celestial because I hate that. <laughs> They're um, just like, and we parked it back where it should be. <laughs> like what? Right, exactly. I'm like that blows because I really don't like that status quo. I'm just like I would like things to change a little bit more, make the Avengers a little bit less like Aaron-y. Because I love Jason Aaron in a lot of things, but not Avengers. Um, but but the point I'm making is I that's what I'm hoping for with Batman. Yeah. Because like everyone likes to argue comics don't change. And my argument is if you honestly feel like comics need to have lasting effects, you don't like American comic book storytelling. Mm-hmm. Now that's either they have to change or you need to just accept them for how they are. Right. If you can't get over the fact that they constantly go back to the status quo, that's how American comics work. For every yeah. superhero they kill, they bring one back. And that's just exactly how it's going to work. They're not manga. That's a different way of storytelling. You have yeah. one guy in charge. One guy runs it. One guy tells the story from beginning to end. My Hero Academia is going to come to its ending. The writer's right. like, I have got a plan. Yeah. That, that's, that doesn't happen in American comic books. They're not going to end Batman by killing Batman, and we'll never see Batman again. No. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's night and day between a franchise movie and, you know, a, a movie that's made – to be a movie like to yeah. be one thing you know it's like and, and by the way like sometimes they'll make that mistake and create a franchise out of something that is unfranchisable like silence of the lambs jurassic park you know where it's like that shouldn't be a franchise it's just one yeah. thing that really worked out you know it's like how come there's no you know how come there's no gone with the wind franchise how come citizen kane didn't spin out in a couple of other movies like <laughs> you know and i'm not saying that like manga is the citizen kane of comics i'm, I'm saying that like Manga, you know, for the most part is by like one person for the re- for you know either the life of the series or the life of the creator, and that's it. Whereas with Batman, you know, like no one gets to say who's in charge of Batman because right. the original creators are dead, and Batman is uh, is a corporate sponsor character that like you know is owned by a by a company. So you know, and, and and he's also a pillar of the industry, and it's like you know, you need to sell more of his books in order to keep the industry afloat. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, arguing that like these characters don't do, you know, that they that it's, there's that there's a cyclical nature to them is like, yeah, <laughs> like. Okay, so and you yeah, know, like, well, and, th- and that's what and that's what I it, when people like to argue that events and things don't matter. It's like then you just you got it. What you need to do if you want to enjoy events is enjoy them for what they are. Acts is a great event. Did it yeah. have lasting effects on the on the on the status quo? Not on the Avengers. Not on Spider Man. Probably not even on the X Men. But if you're reading Eternals, I'll bet it'd be different. Yeah. Like, if that, <laughs> well, if Eternals had a book, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that got canceled. But you know what I mean, like. Right? But uh, but the, you know, but there are like uh, there are, there are plot threads and there's interesting ideas like um, you know what what Storm was gifted should affect the X Men line. But again, like it's Axe is not about how the world was changed. It's really about you, the reader, and how you should change. Because like you know, it's like everyone remembers the experience that they had, so like that should shake you a little bit. Yeah. Um. He he actually ended up. It's, brilliant of, of gillen to like work in the like co- the meta concept of you know like stories don't necessarily like, the, these events don't necessarily change the outward appearance of the uh you know universe but these characters still remember that it happened yeah and like how will that affect you 
and like you remember it happened because you read it and how will that affect you and certain events affect you more than others i'm sure there aren't a few people out there who are like man empire really affected me <laughs> uh you know but maybe secret wars was more in- impactful because like it was when you first got into comics and so as yeah. result, you're like oh man like this is the biggest and bestest thing ever or maybe it's well, the first and that's because i know civil war yeah. brought a lot of people in a lot of people used it and that civil was my war, secret wars yeah Absolutely. And and you're not wrong. I'm trying. To, I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to bring it back to the Batman so we can move forward to other topics here. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm what I'm hoping with this failsafe and what's going on with Gotham is it will have lasting effects for Chip Zdarsky's run, because love yeah. it or hate it, Tom King's run affected Tom King's run. Tom, you know, Tom King fighting Gotham and Gotham Girl came back in the end of Con- Tom King's run. Bane yeah. and Flashpoint Batman messing with Batman came around at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. That, it, same thing happened. Nick Spencer's Spider-Man. He started peppering yeah. in Kindred for a hundred issues. You had Kindred. We saw what Kindred was. It doesn't matter if you love it or hate it. The individual writer's run can affect the individual writer's run, and that's what you can love in comics. So yeah. I'm hoping failsafe and what he's done to Gotham is not going to be six, two more issues. They're like, all right, everything's back to normal. <laughs> no, I mean, knowing knowing Chip and how he's running his Daredevil series, like Daredevil just keeps going, and it's yeah. just like you could read Daredevil. From now, including Devil's Reign, you know, from from when it started to now, and you're like reading one contiguous story that is just, you know, there there are clear chapter breaks, but it's not like he's like this is the chapter where it's all about Two Face, and this is the chapter where it's all about Bane, and this is the chapter where it's all, oh yeah, you know, Tom King's like, writing is different from Chip Zdarsky's. I do think yeah. Chip Zdarsky did a much better job with Daredevil of moving the story forward, but at the yes. same time. You were constantly being reminded, like the devil, like his daredevil run is literally like the initial I killed a man into yeah. everyone accepting that he killed a man into Electra into the prison, but mm-hmm. all of that is stemming out of he killed a man. Even right. Devil's Reign comes out of he killed a man, but the, you could easily look at separate arcs that happened within that. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 I expect that to be the case with, with the Batman run as well. Um, do we so, know how, how long he's on the run or is he just there till he's done? He's just there until he's done. And, Maybe and they're knowing, done announcing hundred issue runs for people. Certainly that would be a smart move. I know that, uh, chip has talked about it before and like, you know, he was on Peter Parker, spectacular Spider-Man for a while and, you know, I think they said they wanted him to stay or maybe move on to another bigger book, but he was like, this is all I got. Like, this is all I wanted to tell and yeah. I'll move it on. And so I imagine it'll be the same with Batman. Although he did say, I remember in an inter- interview, uh, he talked about how he's like, I don't, I don't ask for characters. Like I just do the thing. You know, if, if if you think I'd be good for a character, like pitch me on that idea, and then you know I'll, I'll work on it or not. You know, but like I only do things that I'm interested in and stuff like that. Right. Unless it's Batman, and then he got <laughs> Batman. So like I can imagine him artificially, or at the very least, trying harder with Spider Man. He loves Spider Man, but at the same time, like he quit that book. Like that book, he stopped. It wasn't yeah. sales and it wasn't like editorial. It was him being like, I'm done with Batman. I feel like he might be like, I think I'm, I've run out of my story, but I don't think I'm done with Batman. So we'll see what I whip up, you know? Like, yeah. so I, I can imagine he, this, this could be his longest run um, on anything. I'm excited. Cause I still want, I, I mean, I haven't, his Daredevil run is officially back, right? It's only like a couple of shoes. Yeah, it's in. still going. Yep. Well, he came back. He was done. Oh yeah, well it. He well, was they, done. Went to Substack. Substack ended, and he came he never back. Stopped. No, 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 no. He never stopped doing Daredevil. That was he went to Substack, started that stuff up, but also kept doing Daredevil. Now what happened was Marvel turned his Daredevil run into an event called Devil's Reign. Yeah, and which was then weird. they relaunched it. But like, 
it's still the same book. And, you know, you could read Daredevil 4 or whatever issue we're on, but just read it like it's continuing from his first volume. Yeah. Uh, because that's, you know, it's just... It, I got to catch up on the Daredevil stuff. I, sh- I want to see where he's at with it. Is it interesting so far? Because it should I'd be him. So, yeah. Should be Daredevil and Elektra going against the hand, right? Which it currently is. has Punisher running it. Yes, that's right. And okay. uh, he's aware that, that that Frank's in charge. And uh, you know, he and Elektra just had to go through a uh, ceremony with Stick at the as the officiant. And uh, so we'll see where it goes from there. All right, I'll check that one out. All right, well, let's move on to our rest of our other topics because we're already way yeah. over time because we it's just true. had a long more. I, I was late today, so. Um, first up, the Returnals are running, are returning to the MCU cell. I I don't know Y'all why bet. people are shocked. Right. I mean, the fact is, like, they're, they're, they were created. They're in the MCU. Like, I imagine they'll be utilized, you know? Yeah. Like, people like those characters, and they like that. Uh, I mean... Marvel likes those characters. The people who created them like those characters, and they have them under contract, so you might as well use them. You know? I mean, they just did an event, which I honestly feel like the event is what's going to be in Eternals 2. Yeah. Axe is going to be what happens in Eternals. They're going to come in judgment. We're going to see a bunch of... That'd be interesting. I'd take that, you know? Yeah, I, mean, we I got, could see that. You know, and you could, have, you could have three events going on. Like, you have the lead-up to uh, Kang Dynasty. Obviously, that's going to be, like, their Age of Ultron for the new phase, because yeah. Secret Wars is going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but before that, they could be like, oh, yeah, no, and in, and in space uh, or or on Earth, you know, like, yeah, in time, Kang's doing his thing. And, yeah. you know, but the during that, they got judged. <laughs> but in the, yeah, but during that, we got judged. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be all right with that. I, I don't know. I found it weird that people were like, the Eternals is going to be canceled. It's the worst performing, worst vi- movie ever in. Look, I liked She-Hulk, but if they're willing to put out She-Hulk, why the hell? Would they not bring back the Eternals? Yeah, I it I made four hundred and two million to a two hundred million dollar budget, so it yeah. it, it made it, its money. It like, kind of broke even. Like it's yeah. it is the low. I think it's one of the lowest ranked uh, Marvel Studios properties of all time, and it's one of the biggest flops of all time in Marvel Studios career. But at the same time, like you know, I'm going to make a I'm going to make allowances for it because like it's really well made. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. The actors are good. And it was know. their first attempt at in the movies trying something different. Yeah. Like go see Thor love and thunder and then watch Eternals and tell me which one looks better and actually has a more cohesive plot. Like, yeah. Thor love and thunder is fine. It is the definition of a popcorn movie, but like, I don't think anybody gave a crap about making that movie. No, like the more I get, the more distance I have from that movie, the more I'm like, man, why did you bother? That's going to be the most forgettable movie, I think, in the entirety of the MCU. I really yeah. think that Thor Love and Thunder is going to fall under that. I feel like at the end of the I day, it's, so. going to f- it's going to fall more under Black Widow as a forgettable right. movie. Because Ugh. Black Widow is terrible for when it came out. But the movie yeah. itself would have been fine if it came out at the appropriate time period. Yes. So now in a MCU rewatch, you just watch it when it's supposed to air. Yep. And it, it fits. It fits That's fine. Right. It does. So. It does. It's too bad it's ugly. Oh, you know, yeah. I like, mean, there's a number it, of issues with it, but yeah, Black Widow. Like, man, if the, if it didn't end on that stupid skyship, like it would have been really better. Like, if yeah, it, had, if it, it was it a much place, more grounded spy movie until they got to the skyship, right? Until we got to the skyship with Harvey Weinstein at the helm, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like why why are you doing this? Like because you think you need to? Because it looks ugly. Like this CG is terrible, and this is nonsensical. I hate this. Right. Same with Thor: Love and Thunder, where it's like. This, there's a that whole opening where the Guardians and Thor are fighting those like tick monsters, and I'm like, 
I don't care about anything that's happening. Like, look, I see a lot of money on the screen right now. No, oh, yeah. I couldn't give. I couldn't give two shits about what's going. Thor: on. Love and Thunder. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it it literally gets lumped into a Transformers movie for me. And you know what? I can't tell. I love Transformers the Transformers looks movies. better. I like the Transformers movies, but I can't tell you the plot to those three movies. I think it's no. the fourth one. I, I, I can't say the plot at all to any of them because it's. I, mean, <laughs> I, I I didn't see one of them. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, the one where uh, with Anthony, the one with Anthony Hopkins. I didn't see that one. Um, but yeah, I saw Bumblebee though, and I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bumblebee was good. Yeah, all I right. like Bumblebee. Next up on our thing is that Star is going to be canceled over at CW. Neither of us are watching this one, but it's, no. it is news. Uh, yes. But I'm also not surprised. I mean, CW no. is pretty much shuttering down at this point. It's shutting its doors. It's closing up. So. Fine. Good. Let it die. You know, yeah. like, I, I I know, you know, a lot of joy was taken from that show or from that idea. And they built a, they built a, they should be very proud of what they've achieved. Oh, and yeah. They even, and they even got a chance to do a crisis on Infinite Earths. Way to go. Oh, the, really cool. the Arrowverse was incredible. I loved yeah. it. Like right? I, I, I no shade at all to that. No, but with HBO Max Discovery, they're they're shut. They're taking apart CW. Yeah, I'd rather it just be over than them yes. trying to like staple on non-linking shows and just trying to make no. something work. Right, or like have one show that's just like limping forward. You I know, mean, that's Flash like, right now. It Flash, is. Flash has not had a memorable season since like four or five. Like, no, no. Flash needs to stop. Stargirl. You know, Stargirl is one of those things where I know it was developed, I think, originally for HBO Max. And so it's like it wasn't even supposed to be a CW show. Um, and it shows. And uh, I mean, that's, I that's Superman and Lois. It doesn't feel like a CW show. No. It just somehow ended up over there. You know, like. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's like, OK, you know, like let it let it end. And then you know what that on. reminds me of, Sal? What yeah. happened to that Naomi show? That got canceled. Hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember. I mean, that comic was made to be a show pitch. Oh, and then he they named made it. it Naomi season one. I know. I know. And then uh, they changed it. I'm like, it's a it, it, just make the comic. And they're like, no, no, we're going to change stuff. This goes it's back to like, our topic we had about Henry Cavill and The Witcher and people just mm -hmm. making their own show but getting the license to something else. Yeah, it's outrageous. Like, Bendis should – part of the reason why Bendis even went to D.C. in the first place, in my opinion, how I feel about this is I think that Bendis, since he was kicked off of the original Marvel brain trust at the cinematic level, he was like, well, I'm not going to be editor-in-chief. I'm not going to be the president of this company, and I'm only going to be the writer of, the, of these books – there's nothing for me here, but if I go to DC, they can like put me on like the Jeff Johns brain trust, and it, what he wouldn't, of course, know, what nobody would know, is that the whole damn thing would fall apart and implode, and oh, yeah. you know, so many different management shifts and uh, you know acquisitions and whatnot. So like there was, sorry, you know, it, it's like when 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 you, when your friend tells you like you can stop by any time, and then you do, and he's in the middle of some like really serious situation, like he's moving or he's having an argument with his wife, and you're just like, hey man, you told me to come over. It's like no no no, I know I told you to come over, but I'm just in the middle of something right now. Like Ben is yeah. like, I'm here DC, you're welcome, and they're like, oh yeah, right now uh, we're, we're out of money and, and everything's <laughs> falling apart, but we do appreciate you're here. And like, yeah, and I'm here so that I can start like writing on TV and movies and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, and we definitely, we definitely meant that when we told you to come here. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but that might change. You know, like I know I told you that like I'm free this Saturday to go camping, and I want to go camping. <laughs> but the but the septic broke. And yeah. I really <laughs> have to deal with this right now. 
It's it's so hard to be a DC fan right now. I can only imagine what it's like to be a DC writer. You know what I mean? Like, like, especially during that transition from like New 52 to DC Rebirth, and then just everything. They're just like, we're out of money. What do you mean WB works is owned by AT&T now? AT&T should have money. How are we out of money? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, so I imagine that Bendis, like, uh, the fact that Bendis didn't, wasn't the showrunner of the Naomi show is outrageous. Because yeah. at that point, it's like, why not, right? I mean, after we saw the Naomi show, it's like, well, anybody would have done a better job than that. Uh, <laughs> so you might as well at least give it to the guy who wrote the damn thing. Right. Uh, but but that didn't happen, and the can- and the show got canceled, and it's like, no surprise there. And and uh, and, and Bendis is just like, doing, what is he doing? You know, like, where is he? Is he, is he Superman? He's off Superman. He's off Superman. Williamson and uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson are doing Superman. He's oh, I didn't know Williamson took it over. Yeah, when did that happen? For uh, Warworld? Yeah, I thought Warworld was somebody else. Well, Philip Kennedy Johnson did Warworld, and then he's okay, taking, he's taking out. He's going to continue with Action Comics, I think. But because uh, Williamson's like writing everything at DC now. <laughs> well, he's, at the very least, he's like trying to help steer the damn ship, you know, like with this dark crisis that everyone wants to bag on. But like, if you read it, it's like, it's really cool and it's got great art and, you know, sure, there's no major protagonist, but like, I think, I think they want it to be Dick Grayson. According Um, to his wiki, he's still on Justice League, which we know is inaccurate. So that is 100% inaccurate. There is no Justice League right now. No, it it ended with 75, right? With the Black Adam, Naomi. Yeah. Uh But that was another thing. I still loved when Bendis went over to Justice League and he's like, and they've got Naomi. There are at least two covers of Justice League where they're like, Naomi, right? Uh, What I loved about that, though, is Naomi would have fit perfectly with Teen Titans. Would have fit perfectly with Young Justice. There's so many teams you could have put her on. Yep. And he's like, I'm putting her on on Justice League. No. Well, because she, yes, if I cared or if I were 20 years younger or if I didn't have a bout with death, I might be interested in playing the long game. And, like, taking over Young Justice, which he did, but, like, putting Naomi on the team, you know, I'm like, I'll do that with Ginny Hex. But, like, if I want Naomi to pick up, if I want a Miles Morales Naomi, then I'd better put her at front and center. Yeah. Get her out there and just force you to see and recognize and understand who that is. Like, there is no other character from all of the attempts by DC to propel a bunch of new characters that has gotten more like deliberate push by their own creator than Naomi. And I'm not going to count like Kyle Rayner cause he's a green lantern. He was a legacy character. And uh, you know, but like if you look at the history, you know, like there was that awful bloodlines and no one like gunfire and like absinthe or whatever, but like there's a bunch right. of nonsense, but like the, the character that's that, that got out of that Hitman. And even then, like, Hitman didn't last very long, but, like, Hitman. Hitman got his own book. And why? Because it was written by Garth Ennis. And oh, okay, Hit- yep. And Hitman hit around the time when people would be reading a Hitman comic book. So, but, like, but the culture picked that, you know? W- with, the, with the Dark Matter universe, you know? Like, Didio's like, look at these characters. And they pushed sideways by making him look like Spider-Man. But the, the culture at large was like, I think Sideways. I think I, out of all these characters. You know, you know what was weird? Sideways damage. and their Hulk damage. They they just gave up too early. They didn't inqu- yeah. like they tried to they tried to go like no 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 they're over here they're doing yeah. their own thing. Right. Why are you not teaming them up with anyone? Well, Get them inter- the integrated. 
because because older comic book guys who thought they had more time were like, well, we'll just we'll earn the audience's trust by like letting them build their own spot. Like, look, the fact that Silencer, Sideways, Damage, uh, you know, the the, the challenges, the unknown, um, uh, the Terrifics, like all of them had their own books that yeah. were greenlit and had like top talent on them or at least mid tier talent on them, like that. That shows they were like, we're pushing this hard. But at the very least, they didn't go like, Silencer is leading the Teen Titans. And, uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. S- uh, Sideways is leading the Teen Titans. Silencer's running the Suicide Squad. Damage is on the Justice League. You know, like, they didn't They didn't do that, you know? Yeah. And Bendis is like, I don't care. I have no pre- I, I don't, none of these characters are precious it's, to it's me. It's funny because I actually looked up some of the more Bendis characters. Like, I forgot he made Ginny Hex. Yeah, Ginny Hex. She he did, and he put her on the Young Justice. <laughs> he did. And and guess who? And guess who's been used so much since then? Not Ginny Hex. None of the characters he made. Like Naomi got put into Justice League by him. I love. There's a scene. I think it might be in the Dark Crisis when the Justice League dies, and Naomi's there for a hot second. She's like, "I should have been there." That's her line. Yeah, I should the, have um, been there. And I really like that line because it's like, is is she saying? Like, is she complaining? I know that, like, in the context of the scene, she's like, oh, I should have been there. Should I, I would have helped them. But, like, yeah. is, is Williamson saying, like, I should have been there. But <laughs> no one would have given a crap. Right. You know? It's actually funny because one of the things – yeah. I just looked up Brian Michael Bendis just to see where he went now. Remember Jinx World was going to be a thing by DC? Of course. It's That's on Substack. Yeah, he it's, took it. Yeah, he took it with a Substack with it. So yeah. things did not go as planned. No, no. But, you know, what's funny is Bendis got, like, got his, you know, Bendis got paid a lot to oh, be yeah. there. So, like, I'm, I don't feel bad uh, for, for because he got to do everything he wanted to do. He had Superman, and he did everything I didn't want to do with that character. I mean, it, 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 didn't, it didn't work in the level of, like, oh, my God, everyone loves it, but that doesn't matter. He got paid to do it. He got to do all the books he wanted. Yes, but even if he didn't, th- no one could have predicted that, like, some random newspaper blogging website got a gazillion dollars in seed money and that they would have called all their friends and invited them to get paid oodles of cash to <laughs> take what is essentially a blog or a kickst- or a Patreon and put it behind an even bigger paywall yeah. where they don't actually have to make any rewards or produce any content and be like, here you go. Like I still, I still cannot believe why that Substack deal ended up handing out because a few of them are still around. Yeah, they're the still doing part, it. Well, yeah. they're all doing it. It's just that, like no one's hearing about it or, you know, you're here. I saw a like damning Reddit thread maybe about four or five months ago where they're like, here are all the sub stacks from comic books. Like here are the, here are the comic book creator sub stacks where they are not worth it. And then broke down every single creator and what they're doing and what the rewards are and how they're not effing worth it. And I was like, and, and I did not write that. <laughs> I did not write that. I promise you. No, I just saw that. And was like, oh, because what I did was I went like, good for you guys. Good luck. And then I. That's what I did. I was it. like, I hope it works. I don't see how this could work. But no. I've been wrong before. Is what I was saying. Like exactly. Like I look. I don't see it. I I've seen the you know I've seen the data you know and like on we're on another side of it. But like, it doesn't look like that's a wise investment. But right. but grab that bag. You know what I mean? Like get your money. I, I don't blame you. And it's just so funny that Bendis is like, uh, you know, Bendis is coming. And he shows up. He gets a huge check. And it's just like, a, it's a cr- and it's overall a critical dud. And then yeah. he's like, damn. And then somebody, and then Nick Spencer calls him and goes, do you want like tens of thousands of dollars to create a blog? 
Yeah. And it's like, what? I mean, James China just made a whole statement about, on his Twitter about how he's like, if they're going to charge you for a Twitter verification, I don't even like Twitter. Twitter's a cesspool, which I agree with wholeheartedly. He's, agree- he's right, but also, like, that, James, like, you quit Twitter to do Substack. We know you don't like Twitter. Like, yeah. You're using it to promote your Substack again. Like, you're just well, like, he, okay, no, he well. Said that. He li- if you read the thread, he said that. He's like, yeah. I'm only back to promote my Kickstarter. Right, of course. And the numbers I got off Kickstarter from Twitter are garbage compared to Substack. And he's like, so why would I pay for it? Like, that yeah. was his argument. No, and, and I mean, like, if we can talk about that for just two seconds, the blue check mark at, 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 at Twitter, um, if I can pay for it, then it's valueless. No, like, I agree. I'll probably end up doing it when it first comes out just to see what it does. Like, mm-hmm. if it, But the, the thing with the blue check mark is that it never actually meant anything. It's I'll tell you in- right now. You know, I've been trying to get that blue check mark of the comic store. First, if you get it, you have a higher chance to pop up in people's feeds yep. so you can actually get more followers. Yep. So I've been trying for five years. I've had connections. I've yep. had people call them for me. I've Dude. submitted. Dude, they. I submitted as a writer. I was like, I've written articles and I've had articles written about me. Here yep. they are. And they were like, those aren't relevant enough. How about, I wrote a comic and there's articles. How yep. can I get more writers? relevant yeah <laughs> dude i i, I they use rejected. that blue check mark as like mm, are you in the cool kids club yeah or are it. you a multi-million dollar like celebrity yeah like those are your I two mean, well, ways to except do it. there's some random people who are not celebrities at all who are like i got a check mark because i'm a journalist and i'm like okay i mean like, i feel like the only reason those even exist is because they're like well, we got to approve some people but if we do yeah. like small ones no one will care yeah, no, we, I just got rejected, like, right before the Elon announcement. Like, we got a thing that was like, unfortunately, you were not, and it wasn't even like, unfortunately, you don't, you, like, this doesn't qualify, or this doesn't meet our criteria, it was just, unfortunately, you were rejected. <laughs> that, that's what I've gotten all the time, I submit every time like, they let oh. me, I'm like, how much more do I have to prove that I have a, a YouTube with 3 million followers? Like, what, right. do you, what do you need from me to get a verification? No, and like we've had impersonators on Twitter, and I'm like, we have impersonators. Like, we need to prove that we're that we're the legitimate outfit, and they're like, mm, no. But now I can just pay eight dollars a month, and I'm no. like, but but it's like, no, I don't think I'll be doing that. And here's the big thing for that for me, I will never pay for I will pay I will never pay for as long as I can get for as long as I can for something I know is free, you know, like. It, it's like a convenience I'm, fee. I'm not against that. I'm not like against that. paying like, for what is free, but if I'm paying, there better be more to it than I got a blue check mark. Right. Well, it better I better be... get some kind of priority. I better. I better work better with my algorithm. I better. Yeah. Like you, they're lumping it into Twitter blue, so you're getting the edit feature, which I was already considering getting because I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. If anybody, re- <laughs> I don't use Twitter except to do research for these shows. Yeah. And like put up a comic book page so that our Twitter doesn't go dormant. Yeah. I hate Twitter. I hate people on Twitter. I like. I, I also leave the DMs open because there are some people who directly talk to me. Yeah. But I'm talking like the general discourse on Twitter. Right. Half right, the right. videos on Absolutely Marvel and DC is me finding some random discourse on Twitter, and we laugh about it. Yeah. But I am terrible about spelling on my tweets, so I thought about getting blue just for the edit feature. <laughs> Yeah, just to say, I was verified. Yeah. Well, uh, no, not, well, they said that they're going to love verification. With it. I'm like, well, I was considering it for editing. $8, $8 maybe. $5 yeah. is the edit feature, if you didn't know. Blue will yeah. give you the edit feature for $5. And I was, like, not- I, I was like, maybe I'll do that. For $8 yeah. for verification, I might do that. $20 for verification, if you're not throwing stuff in there other than a picture on my, my icon, uh-huh. uh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. 
Oh, no. They were definitely going to... Yeah, no, it was originally going to be 20, and then he changed it to, to 8 in an argument with uh, Stephen King, which I think was his way of marketing that he was actually going to change the number anyway. But even then, like... The be- the reason why I'm not going to pay for it is because it is free and there is no yeah. benefit and I've I've been unverified for so long I don't need to uh, Twitter also, Twitter's terrible I don't like Twitter also if I let's say I do pay right like everyone else is going to pay uh, uh, it's no there's no it's not like there's a saddest thing but it is like a lot of illegitimate outfits are just going to pay to get a blue check mark and now it doesn't have any value it doesn't have any meaning yeah. it's, know, it's, it's, like, it's quickly not going to have any real meaning. Right. All it does is, sh- is say I'm willing to pay eight dollars for like an emoji or for, you know, for like a for like a gravatar, you know, like, yeah, eat me. I'm not going to well, do that. Let me get us back on the topic then. Yeah. Um, X-Men is celebrating 30th anniversary. I, I there's not much to ago. say about this. <laughs> huh? I can't believe it was 30 years ago. I know. Talk about t- feeling old, huh? Yeah. Um, Dan, Dan put a joke here. Morph! Um, which made <laughs> me realize I can't remember. Did they bring Morph to the comics? Uh, okay, that's a that's a very complicated question. There is a Morph. <laughs> okay, there is a Morph in the comics. Uh, it's not the one you re- it's not the one you recognize. Uh, I think they did put like a more similar Morph in the comics, but it's not the one that everyone likes and remembers. There's an Age of Apocalypse Morph who looks more like the chameleon with a big cape. And that- okay. That's Morph. Oh, I do remember him. Yeah, because they revealed yeah. him, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what? What? And it's like, that's that's not the Morph from the cartoon. Because the Morph <laughs> from the cartoon was nothing more than they introduced a character so they can kill him. Yeah, that's right. They kill. That's, they, they introduce a killable character. Yeah, we're going to make a new X-Men so that we can kill him, and Wolverine is going to feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And it was like, it's a brilliant move, because let me tell you, I felt bad. Like, I was like, oh, man. I, I liked Morph. Yeah. It was funny and interesting. They dragged it out. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so the next thing on our list here is that The Last of Us has a released date for it. Oh, the uh, show. I'm trying to find the guy's name. This is the only t- uh, adaptation that I kind of have hope for right now. Mm-hmm. Because Neil Druckmann, that's it. The guy who made Last of Us is show running the show. Oh wow! So okay. the argument, the argument, like it'll be the same argument as like when Neil Gaiman changed Sandman stuff. Like yeah. it's the creator making the changes. Yeah. So yeah. in theory, we're still gonna get the core Last of Us story in the Last of Us. <laughs> Can you imagine if like it wasn't? If like the oh Last my of Us game was like okay, well it's not gonna be about like them. <laughs> we already know it's about Joel and Ellie though. Like that's like, already be about leaked. his brother. <laughs> it's Joel's brother. Joel and Ellie are over here. I want to tell you the story about Joel's brother. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> yeah. But I am, I am excited for that. I like the, I like the first one. I got bored of the second one. Never did it. I keep meaning to go and actually play it, but I just got bored. It's a real. It's not great. Well, it's funny because the amount of people that gave it shit because of all the stuff in it, like they're like, oh, oh my know. god, they're yeah, like, no, it's, it, it's it, no, it's what, not great because the story sucks. That's what I like when you go past all the all the hate mobs about all the stupid yeah. stuff. I was from like the core of the plot in two is around Ellie getting revenge and then learning that she doesn't need to get revenge, and I, in like when when I when that was described to me, it was like, um, that was the plot of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we relearning the same lesson? And then you know, spoilers to Last of Us Two, which came out like two years ago, when they uh, found out that Joel killed got killed, I was at first like, that's fitting because if you played the end of Last of Us One, he wasn't the hero. Like it's yeah. fitting that it, that got handled, but at the same time, why did you do it? 
Like, there's no reason to have done it. Right. Right. Other, I, other than shock value. No, it's, <laughs> it, it, is, it is unearned. Yeah. Like, you, you ended the game without him getting any ramifications for all of the shit he did in the first one. Mm-hmm. That it, unless that's going to be the exploration of the second game, which I'm on board with, you just threw it in there to give her more reason to get revenge, mm-hmm. at, uh, which is the concept of the first game. So... Exactly. And, that, and then on top of that, I just got bored. I got bored trying to play it. So I was yeah, just like, that's fair. That's fair. So, but yes, it's got a date. I'm excited for it because I know it's about the first game, which I do really yeah. like the plot for. Yeah, it's a great, it's a tight story. It's a great game. Yeah. So hopefully it's a good show. Um, all right. So last topic of the day. We're real quick. Henry Cavill uh, is being replaced by Liam Helmsworth on The Witcher Season 4. We had a whole <laughs> discussion about that, but generally... We both. It, it, Sal thinks he's going over there for Superman. I think he's leaving because they're because uh, of the leaks that he was not going to stay with the project if they strayed from the book. Mm-hmm. We're both just happy to see him as Superman, though. So <laughs> completely, no, we're yeah. down. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Uh, the last topic. Now this was a funny one. Yeah. Um, I can't pronounce his name. I'm not going to try. Can you? Oh, well, let me take a look. But they've cast Wonder Man. Oh yes, yes. Who played Black Manta in the? Uh, oh, sweet. In the Aquaman movie. Okay. Y- Yaha Abdul Mateen. Look, here's my reaction yesterday when I was streaming because I've been trying to get back into some kind of a two-hour, uh, uh, four days a week streaming schedule. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Right. Like I like I'm so tired of like random announcements of random castings in random shows. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's an actor you barely know. He's Black Mana, so I do know that now. But he's an actor you barely know who's going to play a superhero that no one knows. And they're getting a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Cool. I don't care. Make it and then show me and then I'll be excited. But how am I supposed to get excited about Wonder Man? Wonder Man. Do any of you know who Wonder Man is? I mean, I did in a big, bad way. Wonder Man's a major character and he's the... Like he's the he's the focal point of Vision's whole brainwave thing, but uh, you know. But he honestly, hasn't been a, a thing in so long. No, I remember no the last thing I can him. remember Wonder Man being prominent in. He was a part of Avengers Disassembled, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Well, he was that, no, he was in uh, Avengers No Surrender. Okay, but that like it was that era. Wonder yeah. Man hasn't been a thing in like fifteen years, other than no, maybe even sh- in No Surrender, he was he wasn't important. Like he was he was a, he was a big whiny crybaby. Yeah. So I don't know why people are getting excited about – it's funny because we're in a day and age where all of you – and I'm looking at you, and you know who I'm talking to. It's not all of you individually. Don't do yeah. that. But you know who I'm talking about, who want to shit on anything Marvel does. Anything. Yes. She-Hulk's terrible. What If is terrible. Moon Knight was terrible. This Thor Love and Thunder was terrible. MCU's trash. But oh my god, they cast Wonder Man! Yeah. What? I think it's residual – Like I think, I think it's, like, it's, it's like a residual kind of like reaction – like we're supposed to do this. This is a, I've been doing this for so long, like for ten years now. Every time that Marvel go, or every time that like the, the trades go, like so and so is playing so and so, we're supposed to go ah, yeah. And it's just like, but the so and sos are Nighthawk and Wonder Man and Sleepwalker and yeah. Kazar, and it's like, oh, so they're like, so the same amount of people are freaking out at like Iron Man and War Machine level like cheers, but. You know, fewer people even know what the hell they're cheering for. That's what I'm saying. Like Wonder Man, I can't yeah. tell you his powers. I don't know his powers. I he's I, made of energy, but <laughs> but like I said, he hasn't he hasn't been prominent since like mid 2000s Avengers. Yeah, no, he hasn't been prominent. 
He hasn't been prominent in the Avengers since before Disassembled. Disassembled is when I really got into, like, Avengers. Yeah, no, he wasn't even there. Because Jack of Hearts is another one that people were like, Jack of Hearts! And I'm like, isn't that the guy that blew up and Disassembled? Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he is. He is that. He's also, like, a a romance character in the She-Hulk book. But, like, because he's back now. He's finally back. Literally, he died and Disassembled. He's back, like, now. And it's like... (laughs) Well, he, he showed up in important. Hawkeye, didn't he? Wasn't it the Hawkeye show he showed up in? No, he showed up. What? Jack of I Hearts? Thought he, I thought he was the. I thought no, he was that like was. The um, no, that's guy. the Who's... Swordsman. Oh, that's right, Swordsman. Yeah. But again, like, oh, Swordsman. Yeah, everyone is freaking out about Swordsman, and I'm like, like you know, he ba- cares. He bangs Mantis. Will they do that? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be conf- that would be confusing. But listen, I, it looks like the Guardians go to Earth on uh, in the in the Christmas special, so there's chance. <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I just don't understand the excitement over Wonder Man. Like, uh, it, there isn't any. It's just. It's just. It's just. I'm supposed to get excited about an announcement that these that these guys tell me to be excited about, but, you know, right. It, it'll wear off. <laughs> well, and that's the show today, guys. Absolute Comics. Let us know down below what you think about any of these topics in general. This is a beefy episode, considering I didn't think we'd have much to talk about. That's why I brought up the Batman topic at the beginning. <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm Benny. That is Sal. You can find us over at Comic Storian and Comic Pop or at Absolutely Marvel in DC on a daily basis across all these channels. Um, and don't forget to check out our sponsor, Gamersups. Use the code COMICS at checkout. Help us hit some huge goals. Seriously, if you guys can help us hit those goals, you'll help keep this show in the air, and I'll be super appreciative to you. And, I'll, I, and if you do enough of them, if you do enough, I, I haven't said this yet, but if you can get us enough sales, they're going to make a waifu cup of Benny, and I'll be a waifu woman. So that's what they do. They, if you're down, they make a waifu of you and they put it on a cup. So Whoa. if you ever wanted to see me with big boobs. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Sal, you're such a good friend. Anyway, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. I'll, I'll, I'll pull her up. Peace.